Welcome back to our podcast, My Sister's TBR. I'm Stacy, And I'm Rebecca. We're two sisters co-hosting a bookish podcast where we'll be talking about our past, current, and future reads. And trying to keep everybody up to date on the book world. Speaking of the book world. Oh. <laughs> okay, so I have been dying to talk about this and I didn't know about it the last episode. I had sort of an inkling of it, but I didn't touch on it. Okay. Um, okay, so you know how we're watching... Daisy Jones and the Six. Yes. Uh, did you know that she has another book that is coming to screen other, on April 7th? Other than... Other than Daisy Jones and the Six. The Seven Husbands yeah, of... Yeah. Yeah. Something totally different. Well, not totally different. It's still one of her books, obviously. She has another thing coming. One True Loves. Oh, yeah. I heard about this. Yep. It's a heartbreaking romance centered on the journey of Emma Blair, a woman whose marriage to her high school sweetheart in her 20s ended in tragedy when her husband mysteriously disappeared in a helicopter on their first wedding anniversary. Okay. Like, that's pretty crap luck. <laughs> in her 30s, Emma picks up the pieces of her life and moves on, becoming engaged to her old friend, oh. Sam. But then her husband is miraculously found alive and re-enters her life just as she's started over. Oh. As Emma figures out what to do, Reed takes a bruising look at what it really means to love. Oh my goodness. I, I seen the trailer for this a while ago and I did not even realize that it was a Taylor Jenkins Reed book. So that's three books or yeah, three books that she has now. Right now. There might be more. Okay. She's killing it. Yeah. Uh, Malibu Rising is apparently being done as well. Okay. I've heard really good things about that one. I haven't read it yet. No, me neither. I have it checked out of the library. Oh, do you? To be right, I do. Oh, yeah. So maybe we'll hear about that one next month. Yeah. Oh. If I if I finish it. Yeah. Um, I'm just I'm so excited for that movie. It's April seventh. That's coming up. Yeah, that's really soon. <laughs> movie night. <laughs> Add it to the list. Uh huh. Okay. Um. I just really had to get that. Yeah. Said in right there. <laughs> you were very excited about that. <laughs> <I was. laughs> Okay, now with the book news, I guess, out of the way, first up, we will talk about our books that we've read this past month. Mm -hmm. So what did you start the month off with? I wonder if we both started off, the, our first books might be in the similar variety. Oh, possibly. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my first book, uh, my first completed book of March was A Court of Mist and Fury by Sarah J. Mass. Okay, side note. <laughs> We don't talk about books anymore. We no. literally go our separate ways. We don't talk about any of the books that we're currently reading. The two weeks between episodes <laughs> are like harrowing. <laughs> it's so difficult to not talk books. Oh, we're so used to like whenever we see each other, we like at least briefly talk about mm -hmm. what we're reading. But now it's just silent. <laughs> <laughs> now it's everything but books until the night of recording. Yeah, we do not discuss books. Like if we just start on the conversation, we're like, shut up. Ah. <laughs> we can't talk about it right now <laughs> so this is truly yeah. authentic <laughs> i think we could do like full episodes on just like akatar i think oh. <laughs> yeah <laughs> um okay so i mean we've touched on these books i think just about every episode so far <laughs> but it's fancy romance court of mist and fury was a big boy it was a big book uh 624 pages oh. but not a single page felt like it dragged so that's the sweet spot right i rated it full five stars i would oh. have done higher if i could if Goodreads would let me. Let's just make our own rating. <laughs> yes. Well, a million. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I loved it. 
you said that this is your favorite of the whole series, right? Uh, well, I haven't read the whole series. So I mean, I, so far. So far, yes, and it's only book two, Becky. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You've read... You started only, book three. Yeah, I'm only, yeah, I'm currently yeah. reading book three. So, but I do, I really like it. And it is quite possibly like really high up my top five fantasy books of Ooh. all time. Okay. Yeah. She's yes. up there. So mm-hmm. when I read this, I felt like I was watching it. I love those books <laughs> when it's so descriptive where yep. you can like play a movie in your head. Yep. Yeah. Like I can't give a very big full review on it because it's book two of a series and yeah. i feel like any little thing could be a spoiler like i read akatar first and i thought like this is the pinnacle this is where you know this series is going to be good mm-hmm. but like the first book is always that like the big doors swing open yeah. and like here i am i thought rating that one five stars was like a big deal but then the second book hit and i'm just like man i should not have rated that first book five stars because this book is just so good no way i'm so excited <laughs> to read that oh my god chapter um 54 and 55 noted yeah i will <laughs> write that down right now yep yeah like every word that she wrote i just ate up aquatar has made its way into my tiktok <gasps> but i keep scrolling as soon as i see anything you think the algorithm would pick up on that and be like, be like oh like, she doesn't care about aquatar yeah <laughs> or like hey let's give her a break no <laughs> i keep seeing reese come up and i, I just see the name and i'm like scrolling so fast i'm like get out of here <laughs> no spoilers oh like it just needs to stop until, <laughs> until i at least get to book two so oh. you did finish akatar right like that's oh yeah what, what did you think of it <laughs> so that was my first one for this month okay that's what i thought yeah so we both started a good old fantasy oh yeah kick. so court of thorns and roses by sarah j mass so this is book one of the akatar series fantasy 433 pages which is like if anybody knows mm-hmm. or if they're following along with us that's pretty big for me yeah yeah that's like <laughs> way to make me sound stupid but 400 pages is a lot <laughs> um but i rated this five and oh I hate that I wasted so much time not reading Aquatar. I know. I feel the same way. I had this book in my Kindle since I first bought my Kindle, like, going on two years ago now. <laughs> it's just been sitting there. Because I kept trying it, and I would get to, like, maybe 20 pages in, and I'd be like, you know what? First, Nesta. Oh. Didn't like her. No. And, like, I hate that I let that yeah. push me away. But also, like, I've talked about this before, like, the world building. It was too much. I was very much into Colleen Hoover at the time. And she's very, very easy, quick, fast-paced. But once you get past that, (sighs) the first few chapters, I think it just opens up. Oh, my God. I fell in love. Um, I'm not going to, like, go over the plot again because I'm pretty sure we've talked about this book. I think six episodes. Every episode. (laughs) Yeah. But I seen a post. (laughs) It was from a bookstore and it had Akatar, like the book there on the shelf. And then underneath it, it had like a little tagline. Oh, God. (laughs) And it said, an illiterate girl kills a wolf and then has to go live with the man playing a fiddle. (laughs) So that basically sums it up right there. Yeah, that's a pretty good uh, summary. Oh, um, okay. My honestly, I I started like taking notes for Aquatar and like what I liked about it. I didn't get very far. I have one line written. Oh my god. Uh, how Tamlin writes her poems. Oh, I figured that would tug yeah. on your heartstrings. I love that. 
Oh. They're so comical, too. <laughs> oh, my God. I No, like, phenomenal. I'm so glad that I finally read that book. Mm-hmm. Like, thank you for pushing me. Uh, I think we can uh, collectively thank Ilsa. Ilsa. Yep. <laughs> thank you. Shout out to Ilsa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, uh, what did you read after that? Oh, I had to go back and read another JT Geisinger. Okay. Oh. Uh, Ruthless Creatures. Oh, mm-hmm. I haven't was... heard of this one. I uh, know. I mean, I've only ever heard of any books that you bring up, but <laughs> I never heard you talk about this. Uh, this one is a little bit different. It's not like the other books that we've read by her. I'll put it that way. Okay. The only other two that I read, which was Midnight Valentine mm-hmm. and yeah. Pen Pally, both had very similar vibes. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of glad that this one's different. Yeah. I Yeah. Because like, I don't want to automatically know what's going to happen yeah. when yeah. I go into another one of her books. Right. That makes sense. Okay. So this is a dark romance. 380 pages. Okay. I rated it a four. Uh, the only thing that stopped me from rating it a full five is how fast everything happened. It was really fast paced. Yeah. I love fast paced books. I like short books. Don't get me wrong. But there's like a. But yeah, this it just felt like it was pushed really quick. Mm, I felt. Okay. Maybe a little bit of a slower burn would have been nice. Yeah. But um, she definitely did not disappoint with this book, though. I have to say. Spice was 10 out of 10. (laughs) Like, it was good. So basically, Nat's husband, uh, he disappeared five years ago. No trace. Just poof, gone. Uh, She was left with the kind of scars that just can't be healed. And a million unanswered questions. Okay. Until a mysterious stranger arrives in town. Cage is full of secrets. He's tall, dark, and dangerous. Of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Nat is like a moth to a flame. Oh, yeah. we all. Yeah. They can't, they just can't resist each other. Constantly, like, crossing paths. And, yeah, it's... I like that. So, like, that's still similar to her other books. It is. Uh, yeah, I think that is still on the same path. Okay. Um... So she discovers that he is in town to collect a debt from her husband. Oh, mm-hmm. but he's gone. The debt is her. He is there to collect oh. her. Okay. Okay, that's interesting. Yes. I would like to see how that would play out. I knew it was going to be a good book. I mean, it's, I mean, it's her. Yeah, exactly. It is a part of a series, so there are more books. And this one does end on a bit of a cliffhanger. What's your next one? So my next one's actually a little bit different. Oh. I meant to talk about this last month. A Misty Door. Oh. The audio. Right. Yeah. So that's a Quinn original. Mm-hmm. So that's like a an app. Is I, it like subscription based? It's subscription based. When it first came out, I only wanted to do the seven free days. Mm-hmm. Forgot about it. I got charged for the month. <laughs> so here I am. <laughs> Take advantage of it. Yeah. yeah. It's fine. Um, I'm kind of glad. And I mean, it's it's only like, I think it was like 6 or $7 for the month. Oh, that's not bad at all. It's completely doable. Yeah. Honestly, worth it alone just for this audiobook. So it's romance, fantasy, erotica. Mm-hmm. So there's only three episodes posted so far. It doesn't seem like it's going weekly. I don't know if it's bi-weekly. Okay. I don't know what the pattern is here. It's not finished? I don't think so. It's very different. I went into this expecting something entirely different. For starters, Jesse Williams voices Solstice. Oh, he's such a nice voice. Okay, since Grey's Anatomy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yep, I like that. But instead of a doctor, he is a changeling who owns a bookstore. Okay. Okay. Okay, I like that. So, like, Faye, 
changeling like you know like the fairies like mm-hmm. i love that especially now after reading yes Akatar. i'm like <laughs> give me all the fairies <laughs> i'm so into that now <laughs> Uh, Solstice is a changeling who owns a bookstore. As people come into his bookstore, he asks them what type of books they are looking for in return, getting people to open up to him. He's all about trying to help people be happy and be their true full self. Eventually, he meets a girl named Azra, uh, who very much plays by the book. He tries to help her open up and find her true self and in turn ends up falling in love with her. Oh, yeah. I love the use of the misty door because like he brings that up multiple times throughout the audiobook episodes. episodes because he talks about how when we read a really good book or we experience love or just true happiness it opens a misty door and this is how humans turn into changelings okay okay um by letting yourself be truly truly happy oh so in another way to look at that is you think about it for changeling experiences like heartbreak they turn into human again they lose their wings oh yeah so like at the beginning of the episodes like solstice is like so happy-go-lucky like he is like very full of love and like he is he just he has so much energy and it's so (laughs) sweet it's so cute um but it's so different because he is talking to you the listener but you the listener is ezra Right, so he'll be like, oh. Ezra, like, you're so beautiful today. Like, you, blah, blah, blah. Like, you, yeah. So, like. So how does that feel? Like, like it's weird. <laughs> but, again, going back to it being erotica. Yeah, you're like, yeah, I, it, I like this. It scratches the itch on the inside of my ears. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also weird. Yeah, I can see that, yeah. I don't know how to explain it. Mm-hmm. Like, I gave this, so again, I've only listened to the three episodes. That's all that's up there right now. I'm stuck between, like, a 3.5 and a 4 for the rating. Just because it's a little bit weird. It's not as I expected it to be, like, an actual novel. Mm -hmm. So it's an experience. It is. That is what I meant to bring up as well, actually, because there's noises. So, like, they're sitting in a cafe or in the bookstore. You can hear the door open. Okay, they're in a cafe. You can hear like the mugs. So if you close together. your eyes, yeah, while listening to you're it, you're there. You're there. It's in a full-on experience. So don't listen to it while you're driving. I did. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well you're still here, so I did. And I was driving actually to Ian's. <laughs> this was when it first came on, and I took a picture of my expression when he started. When the first actual erotica scene came up. It's it's an experience. <laughs> yep. Between like a three and a half to a four. I still recommend listening to it. One of these days I will get around to it. So what was your next? My next was Garnet Flats by Devney Perry. It's oh, another, another one. The, yeah, it's another one of the Edens. Um, I don't remember what number. Number three, okay. I think. The genre is romance, naturally. Of course. Yep. 313 pages. I rated it four. Is that? It's really good. So this one's about Talia. She's uh, one of the sisters. She loved Foster Madden for one year, two months, and 11 days. It was on day 438 that her love died. The day he chose to marry her best friend. The day she vowed never to think of Foster again. Until years later, when he has the audacity to show up in her small hometown of Quincy, begging her for her help. The ink on his divorce papers is barely dry, yet he comes armed with apologies and promises. She knows it's all a ploy. 
Foster's the king of games and secrets, but he's got delusions the size of Montana if he thinks she'll help him train for a world championship fight. Uh, except Talia has forgotten exactly what made Foster famous. The man has dedicated his life to victory. He's steadfast, he's determined, and he won't stop fighting until he's won her heart. So he's like an MMA fighter. Okay. Which is different for me because I don't think I've ever read a book that had no. the main male character as a any sort of like UFC. Mm -hmm. I went into this book with my guard up because that description i was like oh there's no way yeah <laughs> come on like, like talia like what the shit yeah <laughs> yep like i was ready to fight him <laughs> get in the ring yeah i couldn't wrap my head around how he could just leave talia like that for her best friend mm -hmm. like what that's like that is so slimy yep and i was ready to hate him like i went into this book ready to hate foster mm. But it didn't take long and it sort of was there swapped a... a bit. There's still, I think, a lot of toxicity, like red flags, obviously, galore everywhere, all over Foster. Yeah. I don't know, just something about the how human it was and like how realistic okay. it felt. Yeah, I, I do like that because, I mean, we're all just human. We do make mistakes. Yeah. So did he have a good reason? Yes, I think so. Okay. Yeah, I, I understood it. Okay. But it took a while. Yeah. So that was really, really good writing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but definitely give it a chance. If you ever read any of Devney Perry's books, start with Juniper Hill because mm -hmm. that's my of favorite. Course. Yep. This one was, was still good. Okay. Yeah. I know. I've heard you talk about them a lot. So I... Yeah. I will have to add it to my TBR. I just... They're quick reads, so... I yeah. like a quick read. Uh, what's your next one? So... Oh, God, I think I know. <laughs> I can't believe, again, that I have wasted so much of my time <laughs> not reading things that you suggest to me. <laughs> Finally. You'd think we, I we would We have learn. this recorded. So I have this as future proof. Yes. <laughs> You've talked about this literally on so many of our episodes. <laughs> and it would just go over in my ear out the other one. Right. Right? Like, obviously, I'd be interested. Mm -hmm. But I wouldn't actually take it seriously. Yeah. The Never King, the Vicious Lost Boys series by Nikki St. Crow. Oh, that's so good. When I tell you that I could not put this down, I am not exaggerating. <laughs> I started book one, finished it in literally one sitting. I was at park <laughs> for four hours. Wow. Finished it, went home, started book two <laughs> before bed. Woke up, finished book two immediately and in the same sitting. The Kindle stole in my hand. Didn't even put it down. Immediately went to book three. I finished it in one sitting. Yeah. Next day, I started book four. Mm -hmm. Okay. So The Never King, uh, this is fantasy romance. I have yeah. found my new favorite genre. Oh, I'm so excited. Short read. This one was only 192 pages. Yeah. And that's what really did it. Because I didn't realize how short they were. Mm -hmm. I mean, I knew that you said that what their yeah. length was before, but I just forgot. Um, But as soon as I seen that, I was like, okay, here we go. Yeah. Time to go. Um, I rated this a five. Each one had such a big cliffhanger. There was no way that you could wait in between books. I know. No. I didn't even want to sleep that night. I could have <laughs> just pulled an all-nighter and just read all of them. Oh, I want to reread them. So this is the Peter Pan retelling, if anybody doesn't remember or if anybody's new here. Fairy yep. tale retellings are my jam. Um, new favorite. Yeah. Yeah. So the plot. The stories were all wrong. Hook was never the villain. For two centuries, all of the darling women have disappeared on their 18th birthday. Sometimes they are gone for only a day, some a week, or a month. But they always return broken. Now, on the afternoon of my 18th birthday, my mother is running around the house making sure all of the windows are barred and the doors locked. 
but it's pointless because when the night falls he comes for me and this time the never king and the lost boys aren't willing to let me go i remember you telling me how spicy these oh. books were i'm pretty sure i've said they had me clutching my pearls <laughs> yeah. yeah wow mm-hmm. i'm not even gonna start scandalized wow <laughs> i know the spice in those books were just out there yeah yeah there's a reason why it's called fantasy <laughs> yeah because i don't understand how half that works but no. oh but what i loved a lot was like aside from like the peter pan retelling the fey boys Mm-hmm. the fey brothers mm-hmm. i love how like after reading akutar i love how that's in that too <laughs> yep the fey princes i'm a fey slut apparently <laughs> yeah. cool. um anyway next up was the dark one which is book two in that series rated that a five <laughs> nice of course obviously mm-hmm. that was 219 pages for that one and then the third in that series was their vicious darling and that was 250 pages mm-hmm. also rated that a five that one ended on a really bad cliffhanger. I yes. Know. Yeah, especially knowing that I had to wait for that fourth book to release. I can't imagine. Yeah. Because, like, I thought it ended, so you know how the end of the chapter ends? Mm-hmm. Complete cliffhanger. But then it actually describes in the epilogue, talks about who it was that they seen. Yes. Yeah. So I'm yeah. glad that that actually did that because when it ended, you don't know who this person is that right. just showed up. Yeah. But then finally it says who it is. But, like, even still... Yep, there's still a what big a cliffhanger. Yep. Oh my gosh. Yep. That clues up my reads for the month, except for our featured read, obviously. Mm-hmm. But uh, what did you what did you have to read next? It was another one of my hockey smut books. Oh, good lord. <laughs> Here we go. Um, it was A Lie for a Lie by Helena Hunting. Romance, obviously. Okay. 288 pages. I rated it a three. Uh, this one's a rom-com. Okay. Interesting. Very, it was well done, I think. Did you giggle? Um, I did. Okay. Yeah, there were there were parts that I actually laughed. Okay. Um, it's about instant attraction, second chances, and not so little white lies. Like I said, <laughs> hockey smut. Uh, Rook uh. and Lainey meet while they're both on a trip to Alaska. She doesn't know that he's a famous NHL player, and he's thrilled with the prospect of having a normal trip, not being swooned over for being famous. So he tells a couple little white lies, says that his name is RJ instead of Brooke, so that she can't really look him up, I guess. Okay. But, That's fine. I mean, I mean, he's... He's just protecting him. RJ is what his family calls him. Mm-hmm. So it's not really like a full-blown no. lie. It's not like he's saying that his name is Richard instead yeah, of Rook, right? exactly. That's okay. fine. After a whirlwind romance, Rook has to abruptly leave Alaska and in the whole tizzy doesn't leave a way for Lainey to contact him oh that's really vague but the way that he had to leave it was like it's not like he just oh <laughs> see ya toodles yeah it, it was a pretty big a lot of circumstances led to it that okay. she didn't have a way of contacting him after all mm-hmm. this is said and done and i mean you can kind of fill that in so jump forward a year and under the most bizarre circumstances they meet again after a year okay very uh it was comical i that was one of the parts that i giggled over (laughs) uh so she's a little bit chilly towards him i mean yeah after a year yes yep she has she has some pretty good reasons for it but rook is determined to rekindle what they once had i did really really enjoy this book it felt like it was rushed Felt like they could have expanded on things a bit more. Mm-hmm. And How like, many pages did you say? Was 288. It the plot was too big for her to have such a short book. Yeah. 
Yeah. There were some parts that like really mm. stuck out. One of the biggest tropes in it is the miscommunication thing. And you know, everybody knows how I feel about yeah. that. Like I, that's usually, <laughs> usually the part that gets me. And I think that's yeah. why I only rated it a three because I just, I don't normally like that. But it was still pretty good. There wasn't a whole lot of like hockeyness going on. <laughs> like, like okay. they were on a trip at like Alaska where he was basically, uh, it was an annual trip that he takes with his brother that they just go fishing. But this year his brother couldn't make it. So he spent the flight there with Lainey mm-hmm. and they happened to be like just down the road from one another in Alaska in this town mm-hmm. that they were going to. So it was very circumstantial. But so the only hockey related was just that he was a hockey player. Yeah. And a little bit like towards the end. Okay. Was- yeah. And a lot of talk about puck bunnies because I've that's what he's. Yeah. <laughs> it's like groupies for hockey players. For hockey players. Yeah. Okay. Um, he talks a lot about puck bunnies and how like he had like a bad stalker and stuff. So this is mm. why he was afraid. So I understand him not wanting to, you know, go into that detail with her if yeah. she was blissfully ignorant to mm-hmm. his infamy. And especially if he just wanted a relaxing weekend yeah. with no attention. Yeah. 100% I did the same thing so no. I, I didn't really blame him for that at all I don't think no but yeah we can excuse that mm-hmm. uh my next read was finally Verity by Colleen Hoover I forgot about this <laughs> I think we could spend a whole episode talking about yeah. just Verity it's a mystery thriller 336 pages and I rated it a five there's no way I could rate it any less than a five this book it had me in a rage it had me crying. It had me terrified. Yeah. Like to say I was like shitting myself <laughs> is an <laughs> understatement. I had no idea. Like, I mean, I've read a lot of books that have brought on fear or mm-hmm. panic. Like I've, I've read books like that. This is one that done that to me. Like I felt anxious reading it. I didn't know where it was going and stomach sick at mm-hmm. the thought Events. of yeah, yeah of what happened. What talking about yeah, I agree. Oh yeah, for a Colleen Hoover book, this was entirely different. Like mm-hmm. I recommended this to a guy friend of mine, and he loved it. Yeah. So like it's not just like I know everyone thinks like oh Colleen Hoover like yeah, that's like just for girls and like, yeah yeah romance. But no, this was. This, entirely different like there's still romance in it yeah but it's not the main it is not the main subject like oh like i've talked about this too before like when i was reading it myself i was on the couch terrified yes i was like do i hear something in the hallway right now i am not getting up and standing at the top of the stairs (laughs) (laughs) to say i like oh my god like i clutched my chest at that part she did a very good job at branching out and trying a different type of yeah. book oh good this reading. was yeah this was something even the kid in it at the start when he's just there by her car window uh, yeah <laughs> it's like okay this is going to be a well, scary book <laughs> the very first line talked about the tires oh, going over yes. a skull yes and the sound of a skull breaking yeah. i know great I like, first opener <laughs> yep here we go all right tell us the plot okay Lowen is a struggling writer on the brink of financial ruin. She accepts a job from Jeremy Crawford, husband of best-selling author Verity Crawford. To complete the remaining books in a successful series, his injured wife is unable to finish. Long plot short, she finds an unfinished autobiography where Verity recollects the tragic events that lead up to her injury. Should Lowen keep these bone-chilling admissions to herself to save Jeremy the devastation? 
But on the other hand, her feelings are intensifying for Jeremy. And after all, if he reads these pages, there's no way he could continue to love his wife. Oh I, my god. I cannot stress it enough that if you have not read Verity, you need to. Like, yeah. it's it's an experience in itself. And especially if you can get your hands on the new... Yeah, there's a, the new Yeah, and I haven't I, read that. Me neither. It has a whole new chapter in it. Okay, so we need to do that. Like, I've been waiting to reread that. But I'm waiting until I can get my hands on the new one so I can get that new chapter. Yeah um okay so this was my worst read of the month oh dear toxic by nicole blanchard yeah i i was excited for this one the description sounded so good and it just oh, it fell so flat i only rated it a two i know you said that and i took it off of my tbr yeah it's not <laughs> goodbye <laughs> and i hate being so negative about books but it Honestly, I would have DNF'd it if I wasn't so stubborn. I'm surprised you didn't DNF it, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> it was only 275 pages, so I figured okay. I could push through and See at if least it turns around. <laughs> well, yeah, that and just to have it on my You're red. On my red list. Uh, it's a dark romance. It's about Tessa. She's a prison nurse. She's abused day in and day out by her husband, who is also the warden for the prison she works at. She meets John Doe, a new inmate. He's mysterious and makes her feel all sorts of things. Getting swept up in it all, she soon finds herself helping him escape. A lot happens in a short amount of time. It was an excellent idea, but it just didn't feel like it was well executed at all. Uh, the flow of the characters felt all wrong, and I swear she had like a full-blown personality transplant through this book. Oh. She went from the like timid, abused, quiet, mouse-like mm -hmm. character to total 180. It just didn't feel like a natural progression mm. of her character. Like it was like jumped. Yeah. Like okay. all of a sudden, like she's helping this inmate escape and oh, I don't know. I just didn't. Ugh. Yeah. Not yours. No. Not your, not your cup of tea. Nope. Um, side note. That sounds just like Prison Break. Um, <laughs> also, season six Prison know, Break I is see. coming out. How many times can they escape a prison? <laughs> six apparently oh my lord i mean not to go totally off uh kilter here or anything but season one to four was deadly <sighs> amazing yeah just stop after that yeah <laughs> yes i love looking at him but i don't need to see anymore <laughs> especially now it's too six years is too long <laughs> oh my god yeah yeah and then I think the last book that we've got is our featured read. The featured read. Da, da, da. <laughs> we need to have an audio to play. <laughs> da, da, da. We'll get Maddie's keyboard in here. <laughs> or Audrey's uh, puppy dog there keyboard. And <laughs> puppy dog. That's Blue's Clues, by. He's got a name. <laughs> <laughs> How many kids do you need to have before you realize the name of dog characters? Oh, God. You'd think you'd have that engraved in your skull now, even just from me watching it growing up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, featured read. Things We Hide from the Light by Lucy Score. This is the Knock em Out series number two. <laughs> Knock em up as... Uh, <laughs> Lena's Lena's mother who yeah. called her that knock them up knock them out <laughs> um so this is romance 589 pages um way too big let me just let me just read the plot here before I give my input 
I rated it a four. I think I gave it a four, but I think I, I would change it to a three. Yeah. I wanna say like a like a three point three. <laughs> okay. Five point three. I don't know. There's just something. I feel like three is too low and four is far too high. <laughs> that's what three point five is for. But that still feels too high. <laughs> okay, fair. Um I feel like we've talked about this so many times, but I'm going to read the plot. Yep, go for it. Just for any newcomers. So Nash Morgan was always known as the Good Morgan Brother, with a smile and a wink for everyone. But now, this chief of police is recovering from being shot and his southern charm has been overshadowed by panic attacks and nightmares. He feels like a broody shell of the man he once was. Nash isn't about to let anyone in his life know he's struggling. But his new next-door neighbor, smart and sexy Alina, sees his shadows. As a rule, she's not a fan of physical contact unless she initiates it, but for some reason, Nash's touch is different. He feels it too. The physical connection between them is incendiary, grounding him and making her wonder if exploring it is worth the risk. So, this is the same plot, same book, same events, same outcome as the first one. Yes, I somewhat enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. It's a good book. Yeah. Not gonna, I'm not gonna say that it wasn't. Because, mm-hmm. yes, it still had the different perspectives. So it's from Nash and Lena's perspectives mm-hmm. instead of Knox and Naomi. So I love that. Everything happened the exact same way. <laughs> the exact same way. <laughs> yeah, all the major plot points and stuff was, yeah. Everything. Felt like it was just rehashed from the first book. Yes. Yeah, I think if, Nash had kept his personality from the first book Mm -hmm. it would have felt a bit different but he was just as broody and like Knox was yeah he was literally Knox yeah which like not a bad like I know he went through a traumatic event Mm -hmm. I know that that's gonna change your personality but he was literally just like Knox yeah and I don't know we got Uh. like really good glimpses of him being back to himself yes but i still felt like he had a like i don't know it just didn't feel like nash yeah it just didn't do it for me um <laughs> we both struggled yeah a lot to it read it took this. me so long to read it yeah so it long. took you longer than me i just kept getting bored and putting yep. it down and not wanting to get back to it and yep. I... and i hated that because i love lucy i know like again like it was a very good book like she was still very funny like she had a lot yeah. of comedic relief i just in feel it. like she could have lowered the page count down by like 200 oh my god easy, easy. and yep. it still would have been a, a good book mm-hmm. just without a lot of the boring parts <laughs> like there was there was a lot that was just the exact same very much a slow burn oh the slowest it wasn't until like page 300 and 373 was when the first thing happened <laughs> i took note did you yes i like a slow burn to the point where it's like 200 pages yeah that's fine yeah i think 200 pages is like a nice sweet spot i don't ever want to wait 373 pages ever again no that's a full book yeah that i'm used to there were some parts that i liked like um lena's moment at the book retreat with her old high school friend that was oh, really that sweet. was so sweet it was that yeah. was really really sweet so like she that's... needed that i think oh my for God, her yes. character progression she needed to hear that so like i feel like this book dealt a lot with like mental health and opening up and letting people in yeah right so was so looking forward to this book and just felt super let down by it. like 
if this was a novella, that would be nice because I love hearing about the other characters' point of views. Mm -hmm. I loved hearing from Nash's and Lena's stories. Yeah. I loved that. But we didn't need what happened in the last, like, <laughs> 200 pages. No. They were only talking or dating for, like, a couple weeks. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm Okay, we will go into further detail at the end of this episode, like we've done before. Mm -hmm. But for anybody who's new, we discuss all spoiler-free things right now, which is what we're doing. Trying to. Trying. Great but then, difficulty. Yep. At the end of the episode, we will tell you when to get out. Then mm -hmm. after, like, the credits, <laughs> we will start again and it will be all spoilers. So we'll let you know. But anyway, if you actually want to hear what we're talking about, stick around. So I want to say right at the three and a half. Yeah. And some other people that we follow on Goodreads also rated it fairly low. Yeah. What did Ilsa rate it? Three. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let's see now. I'll read her review at the end of the episode. Jess also rated it a three. Mm. Um, uh, I think the highest rating uh, for my friends list would be Megan. She rated it five. We'd be interested to hear her review. A five. Yeah, four five stars. Anyway, we're not talking crap about Lucy score. She's great. I love her writing. I love her mm -hmm. comedy that she can put into her characters. Yeah. There's a lot of times where I laughed. Did you find that, like, Knox was even grumpier in this book than he was in the first book? It was like everything he was saying was just, he just seemed like he was even more grumpy. I don't think I got that vibe. No? No. I did. I think I was too focused, I think, on Nash being the grumpy one this time. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. No, I think he, in my brain, he was still the same. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. A couple of the highlights that made me laugh were, um, sweet Dolly Parton. Please don't let her say yes. I uh, I highlighted I like the that. same. <laughs> yep. All right. Sweet baby cheeses. Oh, yes. With one quick tug, I was brawled on top of him chest to chest, groin to groin. Holy hallelujah hotness. <laughs> I like this one. No one really knows. He's like Chandler from Friends, Naomi said. Mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah, well, he can go find his vitamin D someplace else. And so would I. Ha. Solid inner monologue dick joke. <laughs> I like that. I I really like Lena's character. I really do. She was like... Very much badass. Yeah. Like, she, Sarcasm and yeah. just... She had a lot of... Yeah. Oh, so independent. Yeah. But she needed help yeah she needed therapy oh yes <laughs> and to work on opening up to her friends but she got there she killed it mm -hmm. oh um <laughs> i could only go for a stupid walk in the stupid rain so my stupid eye water could mix with the stupid sky water that may have been my <laughs> yeah. like the funniest part <laughs> of the book for me i like that mm -hmm. she she had a lot of character yeah yeah and, like, it was so easy to see how much character she had. See, Lucy's score is really good. Like, writing her characters. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, again, I just could have done with a shorter book. That's that's literally it. Yeah. I think if the book was just a little bit shorter. And just different outcome. Yeah. Uh, I'm very much excited for the third book. Okay. Because I think that's going to go in a whole different yes. way. So, the third book is based on, okay, now... Since Aquatar, mm -hmm. I keep saying Lucian. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Lucian. Yeah, Lucian or Lucian. Luc yeah, I think his name is Lucian. I don't know. Correct us if we're wrong. Please do. Uh, but yeah, 
uh, Lucian and Sloane. And I think Sloane is, like, such an adorable character. Yeah. That book is going to be really good. Because, yeah. also, Lucian, or Lucian. 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 Um, <laughs> his character is very... It's like he's so well kept together and so high strung that you know he is going to just shattered in this book <laughs> yeah what is their background i know what is their story we want to <sighs> know i think that's like september i don't know i could be completely september wrong. 5th i think is the oh, date for that can't wait um yeah do you have anything else to say about featured read until uh, after uh, no i think we're good until our spoiler filled so stay tuned if you want to hear us on the spoilers we'll so see. out of the um authors of this month who did you enjoy the most so i've only read one book by sarah j mass so i can't <laughs> say her as much as i enjoyed that book i've read three now of <laughs> um nikki st crow mm -hmm. so one thousand percent her yeah i love her writing and her descriptions she goes into some great detail yeah that girl some wow very nice mm. detail what about you uh, I guess for me, I'm going to have to pick Sarah J. Mass because this is two books now that... And I mean, you're on to book three. three, yeah. Yeah. We need to read a lot more uh, fairy tale retellings. So if anybody has any recommendations what your favorite fairy tale retelling is, Please let us give it know. To us. Spicy is nice, but I guess we could do without if we have to. <laughs> if if the plot is there <laughs> yeah it just needs to have a good plot that's all yeah i'm very much into that now mm -hmm. i want to read more then more we shall i think that's uh i think that's pretty well it for this episode i think i think that sums it up yep it's been a good month on the books yeah i think we did i think we did pretty good yep Considering the last, like, two weeks of the month, I was really struggling through things we had from the light. Yeah. Like, and we put everything on hold for, the, for yeah, that book. Yeah. It literally dragged, and I lost all ambition to read other books. I think, honestly, if we weren't doing it for a featured read, I would have put it on pause. For I, a DNF. Yeah, I don't know if I could have done a DNF. I don't think I would have done a full-fledged DNF. I mean, and that's the thing. We didn't know where it was going at the time. Yeah. Try not to really down it. Mm -hmm. I know. <sighs> but oh my god, it was so hard to get through. But we love Lucy. Yeah. We will be posting our next featured read tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So if you don't follow us on Instagram, give us a follow because that's mainly where we're going to be promoting our featured reads and other content. Challenges and things that we were doing like bingo sheets and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Lots of fun. Got lots of stuff marked off on my bingo sheet. Yeah, yeah, I haven't checked mine, so I don't have mm. bingo yet, but I'm getting there. Um, so yeah, our Instagram is my sister's TBR, all lowercase. No spaces. Give us a follow. If there's any types of books that you want to hear us talk about, give us a message. Give mm -hmm. us a comment on one of our posts. Um, so yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us. We will see you after the credits, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> Stick around. Bye. <laughs>
used to saying um, things we never got over. Yep. Yeah. 100%. It's been a struggle. Yeah. They're so similar. Honest opinion now. What do you think of the book? (laughs) (laughs) I liked Nash a lot more in the first book Mm -hmm. than in the second book. It's understandable. I, I get it. Yeah. But I felt like he just wasn't wasn't the same character and i didn't feel quite as invested yeah i, I agree like i know we don't understand what it's like to go through a traumatic event like that yeah. so like obviously his personality is going to change yeah. but i don't know he was too i don't know he just sounded too much like Knox for me he was whiny yeah very whiny yeah and i what i don't like is at the beginning how um he got on about lena and constantly blaming her saying like oh you only got close to me for you to try to find like oh i was so mad at him for that he acted so childish about lena's job Mm -hmm. so yeah like saying that she was like lying to him and everything and she didn't lie it wasn't a lot like i think I think he overreacted yeah. completely about Lena looking for Duncan. Um, she didn't play him. Mm-hmm. She he kept saying like, "Oh yeah, you played me. Yeah, you lied." To and me. even everybody like the fact that Naomi and Sloan still showed up at her apartment yeah. and like stopped her from packing up everything. And Lena was like so convinced that they should be mad at her too. Yeah, that and I was just like, no, that's like because they're they're real friends. They're real friends, and she was just doing her job. Yeah. Yeah, if, any adult understands that, and yeah. a cop should understand that. Yes, confidentiality. Yeah. Like, she could not talk about it. It doesn't matter if you're getting involved with this person. For one, they were only talking for a couple days. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hated it. That yeah. was big red flags for me. I would walk out the door, see a Nash. No, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That just, that was enough for me, honestly, right there. But let's backtrack a little bit. So, yes, this was a very slow burn, which, like, annoyed me. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, I need some spice to keep me going. Yeah. There was just little tiny breadcrumbs. Mm-hmm. I liked this. <laughs> when Lena first moved into her apartment, which is next door to Nash. Do I have the same thing Probably, yes. Um, When he was touching himself oh, in yes. the shower. Yep. And Lena could hear it through the wall. <laughs> and she says, I'd never stood at a sink brushing my teeth for that long in my life. Yep. <laughs> that made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yep. What an opportunity for Nolan across the hall, like when he moved in after. Oh, yeah. Well, when he was standing there. What an opportunity for him to bring up something about, God, like, the walls are so thin. Yeah. And for there to be that recognition that Lena that heard him, like, that just would have brought a nice little circle to it. Yeah. And Missed opportunity yeah, there. I that would have been a very nice comedic relief. Yeah. For I him, like, so. even just to, like, describe, like, his facial features of when he, like, it dawned on him and yeah. been like, oh, crap. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, he, he was vocal. Yep. When he was doing the nasty. <laughs> Yeah, I like that part. Um, another part that I had highlighted. Exactly how much of me do you want? Those blue eyes changed to icy fire. The gentlemanly answer would be as much as you're willing to give. And you're a gentleman? I used to be. Then he lifted his chin. Oh. Like, I thought that was a pretty... Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, there was breadcrumbs. Yeah. I like some breadcrumbs. Mm-hmm. I need the breadcrumbs. I don't like it being too fast, mm-hmm. but I don't like it being this slow. <laughs> this 374 pages before, technically it was 373 pages until a kiss. Right. For a kiss. Yeah. And then 
374 pages until an actual sex scene happens. That's too long for me. Yep. But that chapter. That was spicy. Yeah. She did really well writing that. Yeah. And then ha- Nash having to go back and, and repair it. <laughs> and repair the wall that the table was and being Sloan pushed up against. was just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But in the library. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Lucy certainly knows her audience. Yep. She she nailed that one on the head. Um, but another th- what? <laughs> Hit that nail on the head. <laughs> I don't know my words. Okay. <laughs> you know what I read for a living. <laughs> Good point. Nothing of sustenance. Okay, but besides all that, the sexy parts, the whole reason. Of Knox and Nash being in such a big fight for so long was because Knox wanted Nash to retire. That mm-hmm. wasn't talked about in the first book. It was just we thought that Knox was pushing money on Nash mm-hmm. and that and Nash didn't like that, right? I'm pretty sure that's all we knew. Yeah, I think so. But then Nash says after that Knox was like forcing him to retire. Yeah. Maybe it was one of those things that we should have picked up I on guess so. that. Yeah. But I, don't, I, I didn't pick, I didn't no. pick up on that no so like I kind of get it like Nash didn't want to retire and yeah. the way Nash took that was because of him wanting to go in and be a cop like mm-hmm. Knox didn't want him to be a cop I guess to yeah. like continue their escapades yeah like that was kind of interesting to get more clarification on yeah yeah I feel like we got a lot more from all of their backgrounds mm-hmm. for this book well that's the thing that's why I love even to have multiple books with different point of views doesn't matter how small they are okay there was a part that i really liked at the end of the book though mm-hmm. um when naomi and Knox were getting married mm-hmm. and naomi like justice was the one who was marrying them yeah and she said oh yeah yep. naomi looked up at justice who was brushing away a tear or two of his own and grinned then she says I always knew I'd get you to marry me somehow, mm-hmm. Justice. That was so sweet. It was. It was a really nice callback to the first novel. Yeah. I cried reading their wedding, like that chapter. Yeah. Those. Okay. Mainly, I think the part where Knox sees Wele coming down. Yeah, and he like, yeah. Oh my. Mm. <laughs> yep. That brought. Yeah. Yeah. That gave me like the goosebumps and. Oh, it was so sweet. It was very nice, like seeing his transition from being that cold shoulder an asshole in the yeah. first book then to seeing him like completely take waylay yeah. as his oh, own yeah and yeah multiple times throughout the book she was referenced as his daughter yeah like, and that's I thought that was so, so sweet, sweet. Like, that just goes to show that like time doesn't really mean anything yeah that's love right there yeah that was really nice I love how we were still getting a lot of Knox and Naomi yeah. through this book. That's That was one of my biggest hopes for this book mm-hmm. was... To still see them. Yeah. And especially from Nash's and Lena's point yeah. of view. So it's interesting. Like, yeah, it's a whole different side of them that we're seeing. Yeah. I also found it interesting that they brought in Nolan. Yeah. The FBI. Because they went into a lot of detail with him. Or Lucy went into a lot of detail with him. Like, he was feeling like a... Like a major, major character. character. Yeah. I thought as I was reading it, she was setting him up to be in a love triangle with Lucian and Sloan for the third book. Yeah. But then at the end of this book, he seems to be getting back with his, with his wife. Yeah. So now I, I was like, it kind of felt like he wasn't really a necessary character. 
he was going on dates with Sloane and stuff. Yeah. Like, I really thought that that was being set up. And maybe it will still be you a part know. of the next yep. book. But. Maybe, like, his wife, like, if they get back together, maybe they'll end up moving to knock him out. Mm-hmm. And, like, be a major part I of I know Lucy, like, offered him a job. Like, oh, he's yeah. just working for her. That's true. So, so I'm sure we'll see maybe, again. Yeah, maybe he will be. Yeah. I thought that would be a pretty cool... I'm not usually one for love triangles, but I don't know. Just something about seeing uh, Lucian riled up. Oh, yeah. 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 Territorial. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't wait. Then I also, oh, um, the very end, like in the acknowledgments at the end of the book, um, Lucy score says, P.S. Lucian's book, question mark, asterisk, wipes sweat from forehead. Another asterisk, shoves computer into freezer to keep it over from overheating. Yeah. So this is going to be a good book. Yeah. Anybody who has read these two books, we know what to expect now. Like that describes that perfect because Lucian is like, he's crazy. Yeah. He is like, he's just bundled up in a rock outer layer. Yeah. And I'm ready to just. He keeps. (laughs) (laughs) Mind my way through it. He seems so together to see him with Sloan then. He is right ready to just combust. Yeah. Completely explode. I'm really looking forward to that. But like, I know it's going to happen. You know that there's a reason. Yeah. Why he's so in, in quotations in control. I mean, he is in control, but like, it's to the point where it's like in not a good way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he is so on edge. Like, he jumps down Nash's throat. And how he only has one cigarette a day. Yeah. Like, so, like, what's the reason behind that? There's a lot of backstory between him and Sloane that I yeah. literally cannot wait to get. Yeah, I just really hope that it doesn't end the exact same freaking way <laughs> as the first two or as these two books. Well, hopefully she's after taking some um, constructive criticism from the first two books for this third one. If they get married, if they get engaged as well, I'm done. They probably will. I mean, it's... I mean, I would expect it from them because they have a lot of history. They have went to school together. They yeah. fooled around in high school. I'm, that's fine. But I just don't want to hear it. <laughs> I don't want to see it happen again. <laughs> you might feel different about it by the time September rolls around. But that's three engagements. <sighs> I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I don't uh, think it really fit with Nash and Lena. No. I don't think that that... No. Lucy could have kept that for an epilogue yeah. to have them get engaged. Yep, 100%. But like... Yeah, it was just way too much like the first book. Yeah. With Knox being like, oh, I'm going to marry you. Yes. like, And I got that. Like, Naomi got kidnapped. Then, okay, marry me. Yeah. Yes, Lena also got kidnapped. But, like, you don't need to pull a Knox and propose to her, too. <laughs> like, you were only dating for, like, yeah. two weeks. It felt more natural for Knox and Naomi yes. than it did for Nash and Lena. I agree. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like he's like, oh, hey, my brother did this. I guess it's fine for me <laughs> to do it, too. <laughs> I don't know. It just annoyed me. <laughs> But anyway, um, so the ratings. There's a lot of threes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we know Ilsa also rated it a three. Yeah. So what was her thoughts on that? <laughs> she said, if I didn't read the first book, I don't know if I would have made it through. The first half of the book was so slow paced, I struggled. Uh, but I did push through. And even though it did get much better, it still left me annoyed. A little bit of mystery kept me intrigued and there were a few swoon moments along with some good spice. Mm-hmm. I do think I preferred both main characters in the first book over the second. I felt the same way. Yep. Agreed. Uh, there were some massive cringy moments. Yep. Uh, the author knows how to make middle-aged men act like horny teens. 
Uh, I had a bit of the same issue in the first book with the tantrums and childlike behavior, but Nash just didn't come through for me like Knox. Yeah. I did highlight one thing, and it's when Lucian, rubbing his temples, and says you barely know her, which was my thought through most of the book. I found I was more interested in the side characters than the main ones, and keeping my fingers crossed for Lucian's book. Okay, yeah. Uh, she said I was tiptoeing between two and three stars, but the little bits of Lucian nuggets pushed it up. I so, think she's a Lucian girly. Yep. She's <laughs> really, yeah, she's really going to like the third book, I'd say. I, I hope, yeah. Okay, yeah. So who did you hear from, did? Um, from my friend Jess. Yeah, so Jess rated it a three, and she just said, I feel like the first book was so good, it was hard to make this one as good. Mm-hmm. I completely agree with that. Yeah. Especially when you just take a copy of the first book. (laughs) (laughs) You're so butthurt over this. I am. It's just (laughs) annoying. Like, I've spent so many pages. Yeah. So much time on these pages. Mm -hmm. Just for it to turn out the exact same way. Yeah. I get that. Anyway. Just my opinion. But yeah. Not great reviews. No. But it was still, it was a good book. Like, I hate that we're only speaking negatively about it. But... It was it was good. It was fine. It was still a good book. Yes, I think that's uh... yeah. We're just gonna we're gonna end it there. Keep an eye out tomorrow for our posting for our next featured read to be mm. discussed at the end of next month. Well, thank you for sticking around for our spoiler filled section. Woo-hoo. All right, it's been fun. Toodles. Uh, goodbye. <laughs>